doable. Yeah. Some lag there. Schwitz hit BBs. This is Jeremy Zeller, and welcome to Jeremy Zeller. And the other side, I am joined today for the second time by the lovely, fantastic Brando. Yeah. Brando, yeah. how you doing, buddy? I've had how a you? morning, and I can't wait to tell you okay. about it. That's awesome. Yeah. So Brando called me this morning. I was, I, it freaked me out because I don't ever get a phone call from Brando. So I was like, oh. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, no, I, I answered it and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just, right now I'm just meditating, getting ready to do a podcast. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, what are you doing the podcast on? I said, I don't know. <laughs> so. So he was. Uh, so I said, "You want to? You want to jump on there with me?" And he was like, "Yeah, let me get home, get set up." So anyway, here we are. We're all set up, and I mean, I've I don't really have anything specific I want to talk about. Uh, yeah. So I want to I want to hear about you, buddy. How are you doing? Not great, and let me tell you why. So <laughs> I could have used some meditation this morning. So the, let's talk about the school drop off line. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. I'm new to this, you know, this is Cadence just in third grade. Um, but the school drop-off line at this new school um, is awful. And let me tell you why. So they they formed two lines. Now, we learned in kindergarten how to do single-file lines, right. okay? Well, apparently, that's too much. For certain people <laughs> who think that they're special little flowers. Now, <laughs> I got to say this. Okay, what you're about to hear from me is the is what we call the flesh. <laughs> okay? <laughs> my, my spirit isn't this way, but boy, my flesh. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the flesh today. Uh, Christianese, sorry. Um, anyway, so there's, you know, we're in a single file line. Everything's going great. I'm in line. We're listening to Manchester Orchestra. It's a good vibe in the car. Elvis is in there with Cadence. Elvis freaks out every day when we drop Cadence off. And he, like, shows out. He's like, I want to go class. I want to go class. <laughs> and I'm like, you little turd, you don't want to go to class. And you don't even know. But anyway, that's not why I was upset. So there is this special little snowflake who... We're all in a single file line. This car drives up next to us. So there's a, it's a two lane thing, but everyone's right. in one lane because I'm early because my name's Brando and I like to be on time for things. <laughs> so I'm in this single file line. This stupid Dodge Caravan pulls up on the other, like drives all the way. Now there's a long line, but they drive in the, uh, the open lane all the way to the front so that they can cut line. Okay, that's an experienced parent. That's not a bad parent. Say what now? I said that's an experienced parent. That's no, if I see parent. you do that, let me tell you what I wanted to do to this person. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, that is that's the hey, that's the same kind of parent that get that their kid gets a participation trophy. Yeah, I'm like, all for participation trophies cuz that's the only way I get one. But <laughs> um Anyway, this caravan pulls up and like nobody in the single file line is ready to let them in because they want to punish them. And I'm, I'm right there with them. I'm inching right. so close. <laughs> and then I think, you know what? I'm going to let them go in front of me. I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm not going to put their wallet 
back on 127. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to do the right thing, and I'm gonna take this wallet or this uh, this caravan. I'm gonna let them go in front of me. They they make it to where they're either gonna hit me or I'm gonna stop. And so then I'm like, well, I take back every ounce of goodness in my body. And so then they go up. So then everyone's supposed to pull up to a certain spot, drop their kids off. Nobody moves until everybody moves. This van. Yeah. As soon as there was a free spot in front of them, goes around the car in front of them, could have hit a kid and parks. And like, I wanted to open their car door. I don't know if you've ever played Grand Theft Auto, but I, I wanted have. to open. I've, I've tinkered with it. <laughs> I've wanted to open their van door, pull them out, and punch their face against the, the pavement until it was nothing but a blood cloud and a puddle of just nothing. <laughs> That's what the, f- <laughs> but, but listen to me, listen to me other side. That's what that's what the flesh wanted. Okay, the spirit would never do this. Now, I didn't get out of my car, but Elvis may have learned a new word today. (laughs) Like, uh, but anyway, then as we're all pulling off, that van almost hits the like little feller that's out there directing traffic. And then to to save more time, they must have been late for something. They drive yeah. through the bus lane to no get to, way. to get to the light first. Not and, the bus lane. And the fact that there is no punishment for them is going to ruin my day. What I hope happens, and and this is the flesh. I hope <laughs> that they pull up to work and they drive over twenty seven screws that take out all of their tires. Then I so hope the funny that, thing. Oh, okay, yeah. And then I hope that she spills her iced coffee, which I'm no doubt she had, all over her blouse that she had just bought and had planned to return that she was wearing for like a special function. And then I hope, <laughs> I hope that a pelican, even though we're in St. Louis, I hope a pelican flies down, steals her wallet and purse, and drops them into a lava pit. Which again, we're in St. Louis. <laughs> and then I hope she stubs. Every one of her toes, because you know she's wearing some kind of flip-flop, because she's a terrible (laughs) human. Uh, And, like, her Old Navy flip-flop breaks, and she stubs every one of her toes against the curb as she's getting out of her van into, you know, the rest of her day. That's what I hope happens. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny about this? What? You know what's funny about this is I know for a fact that I'm getting about 5% Brando right now. Oh yeah, that's all I'm getting. I mean, if this was if this was a hundred percent Brando, okay, I'll even say we got twenty percent Brando there, twenty percent. Okay, but yeah, you're not getting like if if this weren't being recorded and put out, right? We might have had a very different conversation. Mm. Exactly, that's my point. And I need to make a comment about flip flops. Uh, Shut your mouth, flip flops. Yes, no, flip flops are fine, but they are the chosen. Foot apparel for the Karen. Oh, Karen's, but so you're not talking about like the kind of flip flops I wear. You're talking about no, like I am talking flip-flops. about. Well, I also don't think you should ever wear flip flops in public. But that's another thing. I don't need to see yeah. your feet ever. 
Well, I, I would uh, I would prefer you not pour ranch all over yourself and rub it all over your chest. But, you know, we don't all get that's right. The option to choose. Right. Well, number one, you do want that. And how dare you? <laughs> uh, but I, I put what that what that person did. You know what? I, I don't even want to say Karen because that's I think the wrong people are taking that Karen thing and running with it. So I'm going to call her Betty. Yeah. She's a Betty. Okay. And Betty, I hope your day was terrible. And I guarantee, so these are the other two things that really grind my gears. Okay. Betty is exactly the same person who doesn't put her buggy back. Right. At all. And and that's that's that that annoys me very much. If there's if there's one thing that I can hope that my kids have learned throughout the course of their life, it's that you put the buggy back at all times. Or you're a or or you're a terrible person. Like, yeah, like if you're in a yes. wheelchair or you are on crutches yes. or you have right. some kind of disability, yep, you should still put it back, but you get a pass. But if you don't have, if you are able-bodied and you're just a terrible person, yeah, I hope, <laughs> I hope you spontaneously human combust in front of everyone <laughs> that you love. And I All hope right, that, okay, so that, that's yeah. 35%. Yeah. Nice. Uh, just blood cloud, you know, entrails, <laughs> everything at, at your most at your most vulnerable. So you just got fired from work. Uh, your spouse is leaving you and boom, <laughs> blood cloud. Um, so, hey, real quick, you mentioned something about the wallet on 127. I, there was a moment that I died laughing thinking about you in that, okay. in that story. Okay. It was after the story was done, but what I, you know, um, if you, if for listeners, if you're curious, you can go on the Jeremy's on the other side, Facebook page. I posted a, a little video of a, of a situation I had with a wallet, found a wallet on one twenty seven, picked it up, picked up the dude's stuff, ended up contacting the dude. He gets back to me and is super, super rude. Calls me a dipshit and all this other stuff. And so I just put the wallet, I, I sent him a picture of the wallet sitting back on 127. I put it back there in front of a mailbox by a church. And I took a picture of it and I sent it to him and I said, you know, I went ahead and put it back for you. So that that's 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 what you were talking about. When that's right. I didn't put the wallet back on 127. So the moment that I thought about you was this. I'm driving home. This is after I've picked up the wallet and I'm headed home to try to find this guy, right? And it hits me. And I'm thinking, what if I got pulled over right now? Like, if I got pulled over, I mean, I would have the wallet empty it's like it's because everything had blown off off the road it was in a pile so i had the wallet i had what else did i have i i think i wrote it yeah i wrote it down i had uh an empty wallet i had a barbecue sandwich that's that might have been what made me think of you i had just dropped uh by the pharmacy (laughs) and picked up uh my uh anti my we i call them my mood stabilizers or my happy pills anyway had those and then I had uh, three Lipton peach sweet teas. But what would that have looked like if I would have gotten pulled over in that moment? It would have been great. How, I mean, how do you, how do you, what do you, how do you explain that away? They go, the officer says, what are you doing with all these pills in this wallet? 
And you know, did the, you, the, 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 no, the, the pills were Cymbalta. Oh, okay. And then he says, what are you doing with all this? A wallet that doesn't belong to you. Uh, right. These pills and this Fanta and you're barefoot <laughs> or you're wearing sandals and you're a full grown man. Uh, and and then and then you just go it was it was lipton peach sweet tea and and then you have to look at him you have to look the officer straight in the eyes and you say i killed a guy (laughs) (laughs) and and that's it oh oh, i killed a guy and and took took this off his corpse (laughs) oh sorry also jeremy i broke my laptop And so, yeah, so I have a MacBook Pro 2019 and I was unplugging my hard drive and I didn't see that the cord was right in the hinge and I shut the laptop and heard and I was like, oh, no, thankfully, it's only the plastic piece at the bottom, like right above the hinge that's on the screen. So it didn't affect the glass. So then I have to drive to the Apple store and talk to those people and uh you know everyone in there is like 16 and they all like are no way more than i ever will and uh this uh this dude with like blue hair comes up and he's like oh hey man can i help you and i was like lord give me give me anyone else right now um but this is the flesh this is all flesh talking and i made a bunch of judgments about him immediately um but that weren't fair because he was wearing like Birkenstocks and he had like capris on. And he, he was just a very cool looking modern man who dresses like he was Blossom in the 90s. Um, <laughs> but uh, super, super nice, super helpful. I don't remember his name, but very, very smart. But it made me feel dumb. And so I hated him a little. <laughs> um, and he was cool. And I hate that there exist people that are cooler than me. Uh, even though I dress like a taxi driver. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he was like, well, we can fix it for $600 or you can put a piece of electrical tape over it. He's like, there's probably nothing's going to happen to it. It's fine. We ran <laughs> we ran diagnostics like you should be fine. Yeah. And okay. So, and so it still is like I, I just keep looking at it. It's like when you bite the inside of your mouth and you keep just tongue in that spot. Yeah. So So you'll get you'll get used to it. I did the same thing, man. You freaked me out because I thought you broke broke it. I did the same thing, very similar. Um I have a little wobble on the right side of my Mac that's being held together by duct tape and you just get used to it. Yeah. I don't want to get like used you, to it, it though like because it's how I treat everything in my life. <laughs> you know, when something when you feel bad and you don't go to the doctor because you don't do that unless you're dying. Um, right. I'm not giving them my money. They're just going to send me <laughs> home and say Tylenol. Um, so I'm trying to do better at stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, this is I'm not paying six hundred dollars for this. No, because then yeah. he no, was I'm like, you, you could. He's like, you could trade it in. And I was like, oh, what would I get for the trade? And he's like, two hundred fifty bucks. And like, <laughs> it took everything in me not to dive across that smart bar, and uh, you know, try and and get I guess get my butt whipped by this younger than me guy wearing Birkenstocks. Um, right, right. 
And that's not a good look for me as a big man. <laughs> so that was my, like, I think all that rage kind of built into each other. But other than that, Jeremy, I'm yeah. doing good. And good. good. as you know, I'm moving back to Kentucky. Dude, I got to tell you. <clears throat> so you posted a nice post on Facebook yeah. about you leaving. And I went on there and... I had to I I found myself having to reserve myself because I I was trying to understand that the people most of the people that are going to see that post and read it are either the majority are the people that are in in your life right now. That's right. Right? So um I tried really hard to not like be overly excited <laughs> on my my response to that post. Yeah. I was I wanted to just like go crazy nuts and talk about how excited I am, but I just realized that just wasn't the place to do it. Yeah. So. I mean, we're we're really sad. We we've loved our time in St. Louis. If you listen to the first episode I was on, you've heard me talk about just how much I love, you know, the place I am and the church that I was at. Uh, it was a hard decision, but we are super excited. Uh, we're going to live in Lawrenceburg uh, at first, and uh, if we can find a place to rent. Um, and then, yeah, we are so excited to start. I'm going to be the worship leader slash digital media specialist for a church in Louisville called Middletown Christian. So if you're in Louisville, I can't wait to meet you. Please, nice. please forgive me for everything I said at the top of this podcast. Again, <laughs> that was the flesh. That's not my sp 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 spirit. Um, so, yeah, we're excited about that. But moving from a different state requires a lot. I mean, as you know, you helped us move to St. Louis. Um, you actually drove right. the truck uh, because I'm not an adult. But... Um, <laughs> You know, so we're like, we're talking to moving companies, we're getting quotes, uh, we've secured, you know, we've put down deposits, we're, you know, figuring out health insurance during the, like, transitions, like, all this adult stuff. And right. uh, so that's a little draining, but the excitement is very real. I can't wait to get back in Lawrenceburg and see and, like, wave at every person I see hopefully get a little bit more of my accent back and hang out with my buddies every, you know, six months uh, or, <laughs> or whatever it is. Because married life is different. I've never been married living in Lawrenceburg. Um, for yeah. three months, we lived with my parents before we moved to St. Louis. But other than that, like, I've never been an adult in Lawrenceburg, and uh, I'm excited. Awesome. I know that your mom has got to be freaking out. Oh, yeah. I mean. She's... Well, my mom is like a, a worrier, and so the whole time we've been, you know, talking to mom, letting her know about like, hey, there's an opportunity, we're going to pray on it. Um, she yeah. was like, well, just be careful because, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to leave a place that you love and that loves you. And I was like, you're right, you're right, but we're praying on it. She's like, don't make your decision just based on us. And then eventually I was like, mom, do you not want us to come? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> And she's like, she's like, no, I'm excited. And this isn't how she talks. I just, I can't do an impression of her. 
Uh, Are you sound? You sound. It sounds. How like dare it. you, Sherry Hall's a saint. <laughs> um, I love Sherry Hall. But you she's, watch your mouth. She's just being very careful and wants to be sure that her baby is making you know good good choices, as she would say. Right. Um, but yeah, once we told her that it was final, that we're moving, then the excitement. Like I also think she didn't want to let herself get too excited um, yeah, because we've been through this before with this church. So, you know, I almost worked there two years ago, bada bing, bada boom, two years go by, and now I am, I'm coming. So it's going to be, it's going to be incredible. Um, and yeah, I'm so freaking excited. Me too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I have a question for you Okay. as, as my friend and somebody that has more experience in this area. I've noticed some little things that you're doing as a podcaster that I need to be doing. Okay. Um, so help me. You you've <sighs> listened to enough to know that I need help in like this. So help me in like, am I, because I, okay, here's the thing I went through and I had to edit the audio on an episode yesterday and it was a longer episode and I had to like edit my vocals out of another vocal track. Why? Because the bleed over. Why was there because bleed the over? Bleed... It just it just happened. You you so, just mouthed it wasn't me. Yes. I don't I think did. you wanted I don't think you wanted the listeners to know. But I just I just you mouthed it wasn't me. Okay. Don't say okay. anything. Well, it was the no, other person. I, well, okay. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to make the other person feel bad and I'm still okay, I still won't say the name but anyway, Darren. yes it <laughs> no <laughs> oh, oh okay so i okay so yeah i got Darren's audio and yeah. i his his vocals were in it but but the but my vocals were in the background of his gotcha. track. That's happened. So I had, so I had to, t I had to remove my vocals from his track. Is what I had to do, and so it was tedious. And, oh yeah. Um, so as I was sitting there going through it, um, I'm thinking there has to be like an information sheet somewhere for for, for a podcaster to look at and say, okay, this is what I need to make sure. Is yeah. Done. Check 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 check, and I've Googled it. Listen, I've Googled it, okay? And I've I've looked at looked at the lists and stuff. But clearly I'm still doing things wrong. So I'm as what I want to know from you as my friend is do you okay, not not even okay, not me. We're just talking about podcasters in general. Yeah. Okay. Are do you when you're talking to someone, do you respond into the microphone like when you say right or you're yes mm -hmm, or yes or yeah do you do that into the mic yeah i mean okay yeah right. absolutely okay <clears throat> okay good so the next thing is when you laugh sometimes i laugh right into the mic and i don't mean it i try to pull away a little bit and kind of laugh back here but i wonder am i supposed to laugh like I don't know. What do you? How do you laugh in a conversation on a podcast and not step on somebody else's stuff? You just pull away like this, just 
like that? If it's going to be like a witch's cackle, then you want to <laughs> back away a little bit, you know, to make sure because right. you set your gain level on your interface to where right. it sounds good when you're just normally talking. And then you will go, ha! And if it clips, yeah. you know to turn your gain down a little bit. My gain today yeah. is a little loud, but... uh okay. That is your problem. Um, no, no. I, I know. That's why. That's why I'm asking but, these little things. Yeah. Like when you clear your throat, you was just, you just was, moved away. You always want to make sure the other person is wearing headphones. Yes. Were they? No, but I didn't tell him to. That's my. That's the thing. So that's another. Now, like, he, he, now he, here's the scary thing, Brando, is that I was in charge of tech teams at churches. <laughs> that's right. And this is why I said in our last podcast how important the volunteers and stuff are. Yeah. Um, and that's when, you know, and if you have, if you want to listen, you can go back and listen to me and Brando's first episode. But anyway, like I clearly, I need people around me to help me do this stuff. It's like, I know how to do it. Like if I'm, if I'm doing it for someone else, like if someone else were, and it, this is the crazy thing, if someone else were to walk into my house and want me to record a podcast for them, I would set it, I would have no problems. But for some reason with me, I don't do that. Yeah, you get casual it, about it. Well, maybe it's not casual. It's not casual at all. It's it's because when these conversations hit me, like I'm I'm not ready for. It. I need to have like something set up to where I can just hit record because I inevitably am thinking about the podcast while I'm setting up for it and I forget. So I need to make a checklist yeah. when it comes to the technical parts of it. So the technical parts, I'm, I'm getting a handle on that, that part of it with between what I knew and what I'm learning. I'm it's, it's working out fine. My question for you more is like as a, as a podcaster and more importantly, as a listener, what are the, what, how those little things the like, I'm, I know th I noticed I stepped on Darren sometimes and sometimes he stepped on me and I noticed there was a pattern of that and I didn't know if that takes away from the engagement of the episode or if I'm supposed to like it can laugh. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean I'm just if you're with a strong guest who's going to do a lot of talking say like me <laughs> whenever you can tell that they're not backing down while you're talking too just back down as yeah. the host. And then come okay. back when you can. Now, if the whole podcast is like that, it's just going to be a bad podcast, but that's okay. Um, but, dude, I have horror stories. I edit some other people's podcasts, yeah. and, like, usually they're using a program that puts both of their audio on the same file. So I have to go in, listen to the whole thing, cut and separate, and then EQ differently their two voices. Yeah, you just need to tell them to do it on separate tracks. I have. <laughs> no, like, I and kidding. I was trying to be like, hey, can I give you some advice? You will have much better results if you do it this way. And they were like, oh, great. And then I still get <laughs> Zencaster, um, <laughs> you know, just one track. And that's it's fine. It, it works. And they, they pay me. And it's great. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, so I've been, I, like, it'll take me three hours to edit that podcast where... A normal podcast with just two separate tracks takes fifteen minutes, maybe. Yeah, right, um, right, and that's why that that and and that's that's why I was asking you to be on today because I knew that 
it'd be fine. Whatever happens, I'll get I'll get clean audio from you. It'll be a That's good right. conversation. Well, not even um, super clean today. I have a fan running behind me because I'm f -f 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 fat. And yeah, Daddy's but you've got you're using you're using an SM7B, and yeah. I can take the fan noise out with the denoiser. It should be fine. Yeah, and then my kid does not want to be in his room, but he's in his room, and he keeps going, "Dad, I want chips." Dad, I want <laughs> chips because he's a hall, and that's what we do. Um, but also, so you'll notice, like, because you can see me, the the people can't see me, and I'm so sorry, people, because I am a sight to behold. Oh, yeah. Um, but you'll see me like I'm a heavy breather. I sound like that kid from Hey Arnold who's. <sighs> So when I'm not talking in the mic, you'll see me like take it away over here so that you don't get, oh, that's good. Right. You know? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I there's a lot of like the mic play stuff. I, I As a singer, I you it's get. More, right. I totally get how to play the mic. I'm, I'm talking more as a podcaster because this is different for me. So as a podcaster, I, normally when I would engage in – a conversation I wouldn't have a microphone in front of my face so I can laugh I can cough I can burp whatever I need to do yeah but if, I, my 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 overall question is just like you know what just don't worry about it I, I got it I get it great you know you help you help me you answer yeah question. just make sure they wear headphones if they can't yeah. hear themselves and there's someone who has access to a Mac or any kind of recording anything, you know, they right. just want to be able to hear themselves. So if they just want to wear one headphone, you got to make sure they close off that other one or you'll get like, you know, bleed. yeah, you don't want that. You don't want to bleed. Right. Like that woman in the drive <laughs> drop off this morning would have <laughs> if the flesh would have taken over. <laughs> So what uh, what else has been going on with you, buddy? How's uh, I mean, you talked about the move. How is uh, I got a question? How's your t um, how's your team taking it? The people, not even your team, just the people that are close to you as musicians. Um, like what what I I should ask that. What kind of role do you play in your group of musicians? It, and I say that because typically when we get together, like me and you and Dylan and you know the rest of the bunch we get together playing guitars and stuff like normally it's like we will follow your lead. Like you'll, you'll start the songs and, and stuff like that. And yeah. Uh, and that's just kind of how it is when we're sitting around a campfire because you know, you, you can play anything like you can, you, if you get are given five minutes, you can play anything. And normally when we're sitting around a campfire, you're doing it right on the right there. So my question for you is I know like in our group of friends, I can see, I can picture who you are in our group mm -hmm. in that setting, like in that setting. Um, like, who are you among your musician friends there? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's similar. Um, I would call that I'm a jerk and I like things my way. <laughs> yeah. And if you know, that's not what I meant at all. No, though. but it's, I mean it's absolutely true. Um, no, I, I just think in those moments, I typically have an eye because I'm so opinionated about everything. I have an idea how it should go immediately. Um, I am Angelica <laughs> Pickles fair. from Rugrats, uh, old references. <laughs> no. So it's, it's similar here. 
if I'm in a room full of musicians um, and I am, especially if I'm the leader in that room, um, I'm very directive, right? Like, hey, we should do this this way. You should do this here maybe. Oh, do you have an idea? Um, I didn't ask. No, I'm not like that at all. But I am like, uh, you know, I'm typically I know what I want when we go in. Um, And so, yeah, my team has taken it hard. Obviously, I've gotten a lot of, you know, text messages um, and and these people are real. So the first one was like, dude, what the F? And I'm like, buddy, I know. I'm sorry. I love you. You know, I have so many great team members uh, on my worship team who are maybe not seasoned veterans when it comes to like playing, but their dedication and their willingness to learn I'll take yeah, that all huge. day over someone who's a prima donna, but is awesome. Um, For sure. You need like one of those on your team. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, when it was on your team and that was me, you know, I was right. the one that was like, no, you played that in six. It's supposed to be in four. Um, remember that big yeah, argument? But, me and yeah, Ryan but you McDavid? were right. Oh, I know I was yeah, right. You, you were right. Yeah. Now. Oh, oh, okay. So the one with you and Ryan McDavid, you were both right. On that, because that particular song was Rhythms of Grace. It was. And so you, yes, and so you both were right, because there's a guitar line that's going, um. Yes, 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 which is in what timing? Let's see. No, I think the time signature switches, because that song is, my life is alive for you, core. Right, but the guitar line is going in six time, and then there there's another part that's going in four four. Yeah, there's a six they, over it's four. Just, it's thing a sweet happening. part. Yeah, it is. Right, so they just they so you both were right. That was the funniest part because you guys were both like you got. We, we don't ever argue in our group. Like, no, our group does very. I mean, I mean, mad. I mean, I'm not talking about. Yes, of course we we mess with each other and we argue and yeah. we will we will drive our points home to the point of making you know. Anyway, yeah, but my my, you both were right. Yeah, and it was hilarious. Yeah, it, it was, was hilarious. it was hilarious. Ryan's a fantastic guitar player too. Um, but anyway, so that's similar. Like everyone's, they all, everyone is saying, "Hey, we're really sad for us," but they're gaining, you know, three hundred pounds of pure love wherever you're going <laughs> they've they've been really kind um which i knew they would be but again we just announced it yesterday on on the 8th september 8th today's the morning of september 9th and yeah. um so it was you know it was special um but yeah I, I would say i serve a very similar role um in in that way and i think that's like like my best gift is not singing. My best gift is not my instrumental stuff. I think my best gift is making a band sound good together, regardless of skill level. Like there are, you know, I learned so much in, you know, less is more. You know, you, you were one of the people that helped teach me that. Um, but uh, especially when it comes to worship music, which, you know, a lot of people bash on worship music and say like, oh, same four chords. and You just play the bridge eight times. And to that, <laughs> what I want to say is play it right once. Play it on time once. 
You say eighth notes are easy, do it to a click. Oh, you c c c can't? Then sh sh shut <laughs> your mouth. Um, and it's always the bad musicians who just overplay, but it doesn't add anything that say yeah. stuff like that. So if you're out there and you've said, oh, it's just eighth notes, like shut that mouth. Whole notes and eighth <laughs> notes are every U2 song, you know, not to be as diminishing as people are about worship music, but like you can't talk trash on that and then like any popular Coldplay. music. Yeah. Right. So, um, again, like you just have to like know how to get the sound that you're looking for through other people and to yeah. get there and to try and make it seem like you're getting there together, but they're just doing what you want, you know, <laughs> I mean, underneath it all, I, that's, I, that's I, the goal. And I think that is what I think drew me and you and the rest of the guys in soft, like fire on that tour. I think that's what drew us together. I think we were all coming from different places at that point in our life, all of us. And yeah, we all, and, and, me personally, I know me, I learned so much, so much as a musician, as a songwriter, as a leader. I learned so much during that period of time. And I know for me, musically, like the, what we were able to like create in the times off when we weren't on tour, when we were just practicing for tour, like those moments where we started to learn each other as musicians and we were learning each other as friends at the same time. Dude, I, I like that to me was, was such a beautiful picture of, of allowing myself to, to learn because I went into that. Like, I just want to know what is happening around me because I really like the sound of this. Yeah. That was one of the few times actually in soft, like fire, um, you know, I don't listen to that record a lot. Um, but like those songs live, oh man, like, uh, that was one of the few times where I, I felt like there was nothing I could add. Like I was playing bass in that band and, right. you know, Ryan and Dylan are such creative powerhouses. Yes. Dylan, Dylan Thornberry, pound for pound, one of the most talented musicians I've ever met. Um, yes, and Dylan and Ryan together. Yeah. I, I, I don't know that, I mean, you know, you you hear people that have that connection, you know, Axel and Slash, that, that kind of, I truly, it, for me, in that time, I know they're not on, like, that popular or whatever. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying for me in my life, they were a powerful couple. Yeah. A very powerful couple because the way that they played off of each other and played together, I learned so much about like pedals and sounds yeah. and ambience and and Dylan got to those tones yeah. with with that LTD guitar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're just uh Ryan and Dylan both know how to create space and still like take up space. Um right. they're the just col the colors that they add are highlighters. I yeah. mean they are they're beautiful. It's like right when I would get ready to say something in that band, like, oh, maybe you should. It, they were already doing it, right? And I was, and then like, even, and and for me, gosh, man, I, you know, as I think back, that was such an integral time of who I am 
now as a musician because I, remember I went I recorded that record with Freeman. So I was right. up in in Michigan and spent I spent 10 solid days in a room with musicians that were far far more capable than me. And I was able to just I literally could sit in the room and just say okay this is what I hear. And that's what happened. And so I went from learning how to write a song and create a melody and put it, you know, on the page so that people can see the picture and see the colors. You know, I, I learned all of that writing the record and recording it. And then God smiled on me enough to have you guys as my band to tour on that. And yeah, I, it was... I mean, and then even before that, you know, with Poor Man's Riches, it's like I, I've had this amazing, amazing group of people around me always that are just making me sound good and feel good and be good and love good. I mean, I just it's all of this stuff that we are as a group that means so so much to me people will never know how much everyone that has played a, a role in my musical journey how much they mean to me well i think one of the riches of you as a poor man uh <laughs> is surrounding you have an ability to surround yourself with like amazing people um i think about brian Manier. i think about yes. charlie blacketer i think about oh, yeah. chris freeman i think about grant beachy i think about darren I think about Dylan, Ryan, uh, TJ Taylor. You know, that dude's yes. a freak on the drums. I know. Uh, and he's playing with, what's that band? Uh, right now he's playing with, uh, oh, shoot. He was playing They played with Black Tantra. Betty. Yeah. Oh, man. Soil. Uh, Soil, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's playing with Soil um, right now. And TJ Taylor looks remarkably like Billy Ray Cyrus, but. Just like him. But like a sexy Billy Ray. Okay, I know I know that's hard to imagine a sexier Billy Ray Cyrus, but he is. Uh and he's just a freak and he's left-handed and he's he plays it different and he is who he is and gosh, I love TJ Taylor. Um but you've always had an ability like Miles Terry. Like now, dude, that video you put out, God's going to cut you down is yeah. sick. Thanks, bro. It sounds good, but the yes. video, bro, Miles yeah. killed it. With that yeah, video. It's, yeah, I, I'm going to do a special episode just on that song. Yeah. I want to explain everything because there are there's meanings in that song, both spiritually and physically. You know, it's it's uh, I can't even begin to say how, quote unquote, coincidental or how God or how whatever it was that has driven me to do that song for so long and the timing of it coming out is crazy. I've been working on that that song for years. Yeah, you sent me a video. I don't know if you remember this while you were tracking vocals, or Dylan did. Yeah. I don't know if those are the vocals that made the cut, but I was like, oh, this could be cool. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah. It, that means, see, I say, you, you got to understand, dude. You're, you're, yes, you're like top tier best friends for me. But like, to hear you tell me that something that I created makes you 
I don't know, happy or impressed or whatever. It me that, that carries weight for me. That means something to me because I respect you so much. So I do like if I, I I'm just grateful for everyone. Man, I can't eat Miles and Dylan. They they went so far above and beyond on this song with me, and uh, and I I can't wait to tell the the story of it. So yeah, um, that that that'll be an episode that I'll probably put out like on Patreon or something like that. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm 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 just giddy about this project being wrapped up and ready to move forward with. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's good. I think it's, you know, it's different enough from the original, obviously, but that whole video, like birth to death, like the whole like Zeller line and, um, you know, having Levi in there. Gosh, what a cutie. Malachi's chopping wood like a big old hunk. Oh, let's talk about (laughs) Malachi. Oh, here it goes. Okay. I'm the creepy weird uncle. What did he say exactly? (laughs) No, because, and he said, he said, well, it was always kind of like Brando was against me. No. (laughs) Do you know why? It's because your dad, Willie, and whoever else was around, especially Dylan, was like, hey, Go mess with Brando. And I got sick of being messed with. <laughs> so so you pick on the four-year-old. That's right. I take it out on, because number one, I, you know I don't like kids, but I like, you know, <laughs> I, I like I liked your kids, but he was also like, um, when he was real little, he was yeah. real whiny. And I wasn't used to being around children. And so like, yeah. I'm a 19-year-old, or tw- I guess I was 21, and or 20, 20 or 20. No, I was 21. And, uh, you know, we like to have a few drinks and laughs. And here's this little kid who's like, mm, play Halo with me. And I was like, shut your <laughs> mouth and get in the other room, baby. You're a little baby. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's. I listened to his episode. And, you know, it sucks about his back, man. It's crazy how scary that that's close to your story. Um, it, yeah. And then I listened to Allie's. A little bit. I don't think I, I got all the way through it, but I got like through the Lauren stuff. Um and that that sounded hard, but like, yeah, I was the same way. I was like, You need you need to go to your room. Like as I'm listening to that, I'm like, go to your room. I don't want to hear about you at Walmart stealing cups or getting cups stealing and then you take them. And then I and then the whole time I'm listening, I was going, I used to steal stuff from Walmart. <laughs> I used to exactly, I used to get right? the chicken fingers walk into like the diaper aisle before they had like cameras in the diaper aisle which number 1 if you're stealing diapers hey Walmart let it go they need diapers for their children or formula let it go um but no they're you know they're a big corporation so of course they're going to you know and someone's going to go wow 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 everything's free <laughs> Um, but, uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I, and and like, I have stories like the worst thing I've ever done. I'm not saying that on a podcast ever. (laughs) And so, uh, good for her. I know that's not the worst stuff she'd ever done, but I was, you know, as, uh, an uncle to her cause she was, you know, I was around her longer than Malachi cause Malachi was real little, um, when I moved away, uh, And so I knew Allison and uh, Emma in their shampoo graveyard in their <laughs> bathtub at all times. My gosh, I took a shower at Jeremy's 
A, if you're going to take a shower at Jeremy Zeller's house, these are some things you need to know. Okay, this let's preface this. Okay. This is Jeremy Zeller then. This is not Jeremy Zeller now, because if you come in my house now, it's like... There's a clean towel? And there's... Everything is clean. Okay. Like it's... It's it's all organized. It's clean. Okay. Well, it's, yeah. it wasn't always so, that way. No, it was not always that. Yeah, way. it was like if you want a clean towel, <laughs> jump off the roof because you ain't getting one. Or Gabby, that little chicken bark dog, uh, you know, had had like shed all over it. And then in, in, to get in, Gabby the, didn't shed. Gabby, Gabby was a Chihuahua. I know, but g- those little white hairs were. Everywhere. Oh, you're, no, you're, you're talking about Nehemiah. Nehemiah. Number one, shit. stop it. You don't name a dog Nehemiah. Hey, I did not name the dog. I'm telling you what the dog's name was. Well, n- dogs' names should be like Bill or George <laughs> or <laughs> yeah, Rufus. It depends or, on the dog, bro. No. Number one, animals, trash, overrated. <laughs> Uh, Allison, I know you love cats. Don't ever get a cat. Cause here's the truth about cat owners. Get ready. Your house smells like pee and everyone knows it and you can't smell it anymore. But I promise you, as soon as I walk into a house that has 1.2 cats, okay, not even two full cats, but one. And there's like traces of another cat. Your house smells like pee. Um, and that's just, that's just how it is. And you might not like it, but sorry, your house smells like pee. If you have one cat plus one cat, your house is almost, I can't walk in. If you have two cats and a dog, stop it. (laughs) Okay. So I'll tell you this about Allie's cat, uh, Nico, my grand, my grand cat. Um, stop it. Uh, no, I, I love him. Really, it's it's awesome. So uh, Allie was leaving the house, and uh, and I was I was telling her, you know, anytime, you know, if you need somebody to babysit the cat, sometimes I'll do it. Anyway, she was like, okay, I'm getting ready to leave, and when she comes, she brings a litter box with her. It's like a, a to go litter box. She brings it and puts it in the kitchen. It's fine. And then um, she was leaving, and I was, and she was like, so you know, can I just leave the litter box and stuff here? And I was like, no, no. I was like, yeah, I don't ever mind if the cat comes over and stuff like that, but no, you take the litter box with you when you leave. And so it's it's created this, like, I nipped it in the bud. It's great. I just went ahead and told her. She did it, and now she knows if, if she knows I'm not, I'm not a litter box guy. No. She's always known that, but I went ahead and drew that line in my house that, you know, I'm not going to have a litter box in here 24-7. Yeah, and you shouldn't have ever taken that cat in. You should have said, yeah, and as soon as she left, you open the- I didn't take it in. She brings it with her. Yeah, you open the back door, and you let let whatever God wants to happen, happen. (laughs) It's the same way I treat Elvis. Like, you know, if he leaves and he comes back, he was really mine. Um, You know, I was meant to have him. Uh, So, yeah, I'm just not a pet person. I would love to have a dog one day, but I would love that dog- to either a live outside now i say all this with a young child after my kids aren't little anymore i'm probably going to want a little pet that i can snuggle you know what i mean like sure right now elvis still like when he wakes up and he's groggy i get those like potato sack snuggles where he like puts his full weight on you and it's just it's the best as a dad but uh after that's gone i might want a little you know 
a dog. Yeah. Lulu really wants a cat, but she married me, so she ain't yeah. getting it. No, I, I, I think once I decide, it'll be a dog that I get. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, who knows? I don't know. It may be a cat. I'm, I've always been a dog guy, but I don't know. I'm really connecting with Nico. So That sentence makes me so angry. I'm really connecting <laughs> with my step cat or a grand cat. My God. Oh, my God. I don't I, No, I mean, I'm. it's like you just said. It's nice to have that full weight on you. Like, it's nice to cuddle a cat. It just is. Not a cat. Not and a I'm cat. Not saying just, I'm not saying just a cat. I'm not saying just Jesus, Brando. I'm I'll saying- come over there and I'll cuddle you. I will potato sack your body. Hey, there's nothing that I look forward to more than Brando coming back into Lawrenceburg, coming into my place, playing music with me, and then laying on me like a sack of potatoes if he wants That's to. That's right. Yeah. Um. So you are in the apartment. You're fully moved in. You fully unpacked. Uh no, I'm not fully unpacked. I've got I've got storage and stuff like that in here. Um, but for the most part, I mean, I don't have. A, I mean, well, you'll see here soon. It's just, it's a space for me. It's great. Well, and, yeah. You know. Do you have right now? I see a picture of Ryan Hahn right behind you in his full like gods of macho. <laughs> Yes, like, yes, that's a, a you, picture I bought from an artist, uh, Tina Chavez uh, did that, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, I, I gotta have that, so I bought that from her. It's Yeah, it's of Ryan in his Gods of Macho feather boa. It's amazing. Uh, so do you have one of me like that anywhere in your house? You want me to be honest with you, Brando? Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Okay. So my plan with, and you can even ask Tina about this, my plan with Tina, since I bought that, she did that on her own. Like yeah. She, she painted that on her own. Or did, I'm sorry, she did the art on her own. I don't know if it's paint. I don't want to step on any toes. Anyway, um, she did that. I saw it. I bought it, and then I sent her a message, and I said, do you do commissions? And she said yes. And I said, well, I, I would like to eventually commission you to do a series of my music friends. And great idea. She and she was like, I would be honored to do that. And so I sent her the first picture in or I guess technically it would be the second picture in the series because Ryan's would be first. Uh, The second picture is yours. So, yes, good. I've already got the ball rolling on you and uh, several of my other friends. I bet I can tell what you told her to paint me as. (laughs) No, I just sent her a picture. I sent her a picture. You sent her a picture of E Honda from Street Fighter and said, put Brando's face on E Honda's body. Uh, which would be funny. If no. you're a Street Fighter fan, E Honda's the best character because you spam that button, they can't get close to you. And that's that's all there is. That that's it. <laughs> but yes, I, I'm I'm looking forward to eventually one of these days. And it'll be years, I know, but uh, one of these days having that that collection. So, but yes, if you're if you're only that. gonna have one, Ryan Ryan's the one to have. He's so I mean, talented and at, pretty, dude. Right? So, yeah, I was. Uh, anyway, yes. So mm. you you had mentioned that Malachi was whiny. Was when he was a little kid. See, of of my kids, 
I remember Allie being whiny. I remember Emma being whiny some. And I do, I guess I remember Malachi being whiny some. But here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to say. Okay. Is you you now, you have two kids. Oh, yeah. You have Cadence. And but I'm Elvis. honest about my kids. You're not. Well, no. Well, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I, 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 well, I am. I am now. But yeah. yeah, you're right. Then I was, you know, I, I wasn't. Honestly. Do you want to hear how about, my kids? I mean, I, sh- I gosh, I, I hate saying that because people think that I was a big fake or whatever. But go back, just go back and listen to episodes if yeah. you're curious about my journey. Um, but anyway, so you have two kids now, so it, comparable. How did Malachi whine in comparison to Cadence and Elvis? Uh, Elvis. I'm just curious. Well, so I Elvis is two, almost three. And Elvis probably the same amount as Malachi for sure. Cadence was not a whiner. No, Cadence, Cadence was Cadence is introverted, kid. and so like I get mad as a dad. I'm like, just do the hard thing. Go do the hard <laughs> thing. Go talk to that person. And when he's like, yeah. no, I don't. I'm shy. I'm like, I will end. Dude, your, I had to order. I will I, end I to... your life. <laughs> get I, over there. I, I had to order. Uh, Emma's food for her at fast food places until she was 16 and then finally I was like okay babe you got you got to order this yourself so I started started making her place her own order because I mean it was at restaurants too we'd be at restaurants oh yeah you know she just it was more than that it was just she had a hard time looking at people in the eye and talking to them and so I was trying to teach her to do that by ordering off of the menus so but I, I get it Yeah, but like there's a video and I don't know if you know this, but I'm going to out them for this. But there is a video back in the soft like fire days where we were we were in Lawrenceburg for a layover day, uh, a day off. Um, And we were all at your your place um, and we were playing Halo. And uh, Malachi. Malachi wanted to play with Nerf guns or something or a Nerf football, and Dylan was like, no, I don't want to play that. And he's like whining, and we have it on, they had it on video, and all of a sudden you just hear Malachi go, play with me, just play with me. And Dylan or or Ryan are like, no, we don't want to play that right now. And he goes, And he just starts crying. <laughs> oh, please send it to oh, me. Oh, I don't have it. It was on someone's phone and they showed it to me. And it was oh, it was so good. It had, it had to have been Ryan. That's what I was going to say. It had to have been <laughs> Ryan, Brian, or or Ryan, Brian, or Dylan. Yeah. It had to have been one of those. They, uh, but it, it was funny. No, it, I just remember like every chance they got, they would be like, hey, go mess with Brando. And that's why like. Our relationship at the in the beginning with Malachi was like, quit being a baby, like quit right. messing with me, stop being Dylan. You know, Dylan. Dylan, you, is were, the, you were more like a big brother then. I mean, oh yeah, at that at that time, yeah, for sure. But Dylan is the only friend I have that is pooped in my suitcase, and we're still friends. And or he <laughs> he peed on my foot at the urinal when I was wearing flip flops, like. And we're and we're best friends. Like Dylan is right. that guy, but it took like I had to delete him off Facebook once because like Dylan. He, oh yeah, he was being ruthless. This is back when he would be like, "You're fat," 
you're you're a fat oh, uh, guy. Oh, oh, just being yeah, yeah. He he was just being silly. But. <laughs> yeah, but like and and at the, like I guess he thought it was okay because I'm self deprecating. Um, yeah. and like it would hurt my feelings. And finally, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I don't need to be friends with you anymore. And he was like, guys, stop calling Brandon fat. It's hurting his feelings. <laughs> and he didn't know. <laughs> but. <laughs> But uh, no, Dylan is, gosh, he's just the best. And, you know, I sent him a voice, uh, a song memo this morning. Um, he is, oh, I, I just love that guy. And yes. we had some good times on tour, man. It was it was a lot of fun. But, but yeah, yeah, that's where. We uh, need to do a tour stories episode. I need to do a tour stories episode with PMR. And oh, yeah. And one with Soft Like Fire. And, uh, yeah, because there's just so much, there's so many stories that should be heard. That's right. Maybe. You know, uh, and maybe they'll, they'll make a, <laughs> they'll make everyone <laughs> doubt all of our salvation. Um, <laughs> I don't mean like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like that. Um, but, uh, but man, um, so we're, we're an hour in here, bro. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, I think we're good. I'm I'm I see you motioning me that you're good to wrap it up. So that yeah, means that right. I feel good about it being wrapped up. And so oh yes. I just got a nipple shot from Brando and it makes me happy. That's not so, true. Fake news. Um Um All right, so I'm gonna play Sweep Me Away because No, you already played play. that. No, that I, that was on the episode that I was supposed to play with you, wasn't it? Oh, no, we did. That's what we played last time. Yeah, we got to play something different. All right. Do you want me to play? uh, What do you want me to play? I was, when I had it scheduled to play this episode of just me, I was going to finish it with God's Gonna Cut You Down. Wait, did you play Liar? I played Liar, um, yes, me and Miles. Okay. Play... Do you have? And I'm those, looking at a. Do you I'm ha- looking at a spreadsheet right now. That's how I know all this. I don't know all this off Listen, the top of my head. Do you yeah. have any of those tour recordings anymore of us doing? Um, oh, what's that song? I know what you're gonna. What song you're thinking of? Uh, what joy is found? Yes. Yes, I do have that somewhere. Well, the show in the the, the show at North North. Northville, North. I don't know, Ward Church or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, in Michigan, um, I've got yes, I've got the recording of that. All right, use that. Is did you write that song? That is a Jeremy or not Jeremy? Uh, yeah, Jeremy Riddle. Um, Riddle, Riddle, Jeremy Riddle song. But we it's can do that. One, that's fine. I'll try it. If they take it down, that's fine. But whatever. Um. Uh yeah, I might even now. I dude, I forgot about that. I had those recordings. I might um or moving me like really. No, I want to play. Uh, okay, the one we're talking about because it has us singing together on it. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's uh, and I you are one of the one of my f- absolute favorite people to sing with. Yeah, so I think people will uh, enjoy hearing us sing together. I hope so. I'll play what joy is found. It's a Jeremy Riddle song. Um, uh, I may release it on like YouTube or something. I don't know something that way. Yeah. If somebody likes it, they can hear it more without having to open up this episode. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I'll do that. So word. Let me let me get back to my screen where I can see you, because I've got my spreadsheet up right now. There you are. You're so pretty. Thank you. All right, buddy. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. If you have any questions, hit me up at Jeremy Zeller on the other side at gmail.com. I want to hear stories. I want to hear if you have life questions. I really don't care. I would love to just hear from you. So feel free to shoot me a message. There's a, I got a message uh, in particular this morning um, that, uh, sorry, I had a, text there uh that's i hate i hate when people check their phones when they're on facetime uh (laughs) it's it's so annoying um anyway uh what was i saying brando what was (laughs) you got a message this morning (laughs) oh thank you yes it was i'm sorry i read it again this morning i got the the message the other day anyway i was reading it this morning in preparation for the episode because it it was talking about specific things that i've talked about but i haven't finished talking about uh in, is in regards to my spiritual journey um so just know like when i get messages like that i am trying to prepare myself to answer them so feel free shoot me comments um uh love you guys so much thank you for hanging out this is what joy is found Meow. by soft like fire Meow. it's a jeremy riddle cover Meow. have a good day Meow. <laughs> 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 love you goodbye <laughs> <laughs>
Grace that draws us. 